sometimes we have to ask ourselves difficult questions and it's important, I've always thought, to self-reflect. I'm very self-reflective. I always have been. It's important to step outside yourself and look back at what's going on and examine things. And we get caught up in our day-to-day routines. And one great thing about COVID, I have to say, this era, not COVID itself, not the disease. It's a horrible disease. It's done a lot of horrible things. But one great thing about it is I think it's forced a lot of us to examine our lives and examine what's important and ask ourselves hard questions. In today's episode, we're going to go over some hard questions pertaining to your music and licensing your music. And I'm going to walk you through identifying what your key motivational factor is so you can achieve that goal, so you can strive towards that goal. Once you know what motivates you, you're going to find that goal. Let's dive in. Welcome to the License Your Music podcast, where I'm here to help give you all the tools you need to license your music for film, TV, ads, trailers, and more so that you can earn passive income and obtain creative freedom. I'm your host, Jody Friedman. Thanks for spending some of your time with me today. If you're wanting to license your music, you're going to find the hardest part is actually breaking through and getting hurt. That's why I put together my free ebook on how to get your music heard by music supervisors. There's five steps I'll take you through to how to get heard by music supervisors. If, if you follow these steps, I guarantee you will get heard. It's available on our site at licensedyourmusic.com. So go ahead, download it, follow those steps, start getting heard now. All right, so I'm going to try something I haven't tried before. This is going to be me ranting a bit just about things that I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> I've been noticing lately there's a trend and I couldn't help but notice because they're, they're very big, big uh, things in the news that are happening in the music business, uh, mostly in December. And then recently this, this first week of January here while I'm recording this in 2021. And I noticed that these um, iconic artists like Bob Dylan, and David Crosby, Stevie Nicks, Neil Young, they're selling their rights to their songs. They're selling, and, and in, in Bob Dylan's case, he sold both his publishing rights, which he owned his, himself. When we would have to clear a Dylan song, we'd go to Dylan's publisher, which was his publishing company. There was no major publisher involved. Um, and he also sold his writer's share which means that he essentially, any song that he ever wrote, all on the Watchtower, Forever Young, uh, there's so many, he no longer participates in any of that income. Now, he got a handsome fee for that <laughs> for that sale. I, I'd have to look it up. I'm not looking at it, but I think it was something, I don't want to mis, misquote it. So look it up. You can Google Bob Dylan sells catalog or any of these artists that have sold, and it'll usually tell you the sale price. It's a ridiculous amount of money, and it's more more than enough for him to live on uh, for the rest of his life. And I'm sure he's thinking, you know, he's he's older now. He has only so much time left in this world, and um, I imagine he's just thinking, what what's the most I can get from these for these songs? Um, I just I've got a question: giving up your writer share, which copyright law says you are entitled to collect income for your original works from the date that you die for 70 years after you're dead. 
So that means that Bob Dylan's kids, or I think he just has one kid, I believe, Jacob Dylan. Um, maybe he has others that I'm not aware of, and his grandkids and their their kids and you know other generations. They may not benefit from uh, his legacy, and I don't know. You know, it, it just it brings up all sorts of questions about why we do this. I mean, here's a man who, and and if anyone knows me. The reason I'm focusing on Dylan is because uh, I love Bob Dylan. I love what he did musically. Uh, I love what he he did politically, what he created in New York. When I lived in New York, when I moved to New York, I when I was playing the same venues that Bob Dylan was playing, uh, I became obsessed with him a bit. And, uh, you know, kind of walking the, the, you know, the streets he walked and going, I would go to Washington Square Park and there were still these communal jam sessions that would happen back when Dylan was there. And then I, I picked up harmonica. I started taking harmonica lessons and, and learning how to play harmonica. And I just, I was in love with Bob Dylan and what he, what he created and the whole movement. It was almost like I was reliving it. I was trying my best to relive it in, in the year 2004, what he had, had created in the sixties. Um, just to walk in his shoes. So it's just, I've got to, I'm trying to put myself in the mind of Mr. Dylan and, uh, or Bob Zimmerman, <laughs> which is his, his real name. And, um, you know, here's somebody who create, created all these amazing songs and he's getting older and he's seeing less time ahead of him than behind him. And, um, asking himself, what, what, what should I do with this? Should I just take the money and run? Um, I just, I'd be so curious to know what he's thinking. Uh, but I, I don't know and I can't know. But what it does make me do is it makes me ask myself these hard questions. And that's, you know, I started doing, I started making music because I loved it. I love the creative process and I love creating. And now I just love creating in general. I love creating this content for you. I love helping you. Um, I love sharing my knowledge with you. I love creating trailer music. I love creating sounds. I love creating stories with my writing and writing a, writing a screenplay and anything I can create, I just enjoy. So it's, it's not about the money. It wasn't when I started, and it's not now. And I can't imagine it is for those artists either. Uh, for them, perhaps, perhaps, it's about their songs living on and being cared for by another company. I did notice that they're all selling to, it seems, one company called Hypnosis Funds. Look it up, Hypnosis Funds. Um, I'm sorry, Hypnosis Songs, which I think is supported by Hypnosis Funds. Uh, it's H-I-P-G-N-O-S-I-S, Hypnosis. Uh, they're, they've come on the scene, and it's a, it's a veteran publisher. I read an article about him. It sounds really fascinating. I want to learn more. I want to um, interview him or someone from Hypnosis, and I'm hoping to do that in a future episode to see what's going on there because it's, it's shaking up the industry. And anytime something shakes up the industry, it catches my attention. Um, that sometimes it's a bad thing when something shakes up the industry and it can put people, you know, make make you uneasy. Kind of like when 
any new politician takes office, we all feel a little uneasy. We're unsure what's going to happen. Um, but sometimes it goes well and sometimes it doesn't go well. Uh, so anyway, again, just me ranting about it, thinking about it. So I, I challenge you to ask yourself these hard questions. Why do you create music? Why are you doing this? Why do you want to get licensed? Why is it so important to you to have your song on a TV show, on a film, in a trailer, in an ad? Why is it? What's, what's the motivation? Is it, it's, it can't just be for the, for the glory of it. It can't be, just be to say, hey, check me out. I had this. Because we all know deep down that all of that artificial nonsense of look at me, look how cool I am, look how popular I am. We learn very young. Most of us learn that in middle school or high school that that's not what matters. So is it about legacy? Is it about surviving beyond when we're, when we're gone, surviving from beyond, beyond this life? So when we're long gone, that's kind of what I, I go back to when I think, when I ask myself this question, it's, um, that's what it's about for me. It's about when I'm no longer here, all this media is going to be out there that's going to contain music that I either wrote or produced or just had some sort of contribution to. And that's my legacy um, for my kids, for my grandkids, for my great grandkids, that they'll be able to see some old vintage TV show they probably won't even care about in color. Who knows a color? What's that color TV? I never watched color TV. I watched augmented reality and only augmented reality. And they'll watch this old TV show in color and they'll say, um, oh yeah, that's when they did HD 1080. That was so lame. And they'll say, uh, that's my, my great granddad's music in there. Now that, that's really, that's really cool for me. I really love that. And, um, you know, what are we, if we're not what we leave behind? So I know that was a bit of a downer, (laughs) but that, that got me thinking about what really drives me as an artist and as a producer, as a creator. And early on, when I was starting out, it was different. The motivational factor for me was I had to get recognized. I had to be noticed. Uh, that is what was driving me, that I thought I had this art to offer the world and the world needed to hear it. And that motivation, which I think... I think a lot of artists have. I think that's a very common thing. That motivation is very ego-driven. It's very ego-driven. And the ego is about, it's basically an inflated version of yourself, right? And it's probably the biggest downfall artists have is letting that ego take over and drive you. Now, you guys listening, some of the artists that you're a fan of might have the biggest egos on the planet. And if that works for you and that works for them, then great, that's fine. But uh, just my opinion that when you let ego drive you and drive the direction of your career, you're going to wind up in a place where you're unhappy because that ego, that inflated version of yourself can never really be fulfilled. And that brings me back to like the idea of success and what defines success. Is the person with the most money in the world the most successful in life? Does money drive success? Does it determine success? Or does appreciation of life and the people in your life and the people in your world and how you choose to spend your life living and giving 
to others or living and giving to yourself and filling yourself with needs that need to be satisfied. And listen, anybody who knows me knows I don't think money is a bad thing. Money is not the root of all evil. I don't believe that at all. It's just a matter of questioning what defines your success. What is your true purpose? What is your true motivation? And what is that goal you're trying to get to? And what For what reason are you trying to be there? Are you trying to get there? Recognizing and identifying your motivation is key because once you identify it, your true deep-seated motivation, you can work with that and you can surround yourself with people that will support your goals and help you achieve those goals. Well, like I said at the top, this was going to be kind of a random rant, me ranting about random things. So now the question is, how are you going to make your goals happen? What are you going to do differently today that will push you forward tomorrow? Will you buy a planner? Budget your time better? Will you study more music theory? Will you make sure you schedule time to practice? to make sure you understand your instrument better, including your voice, if you're a singer. Most people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. That's a quote from John J. Beckley. Make sure you plan properly. And I want you to come over to our Facebook group at License Your Music with Jody Friedman and comment about what your motivation is, what drives you to create music, and what drives you to want to license your music. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever, please leave us a review. That helps us out a ton. Follow us on Facebook at License Your Music with Jody Friedman, on Instagram at License Your Music, and come over to YouTube. We've got a ton of free content on there. Also, our website, licenseyourmusic.com. Grab our free ebook on how to get heard by music supervisors. Thanks so much for listening and spending time with me today. I really appreciate it, guys. Stay cool. Peace. Peace.